such a tremendous looking trophy. Hello and welcome to Platinum Explosion on one PlayStation podcast in the Oceanias. My name's Don Blight. Joining me as always, Ashley, hopefully. Hey Dylan, excited to be here, but man, what a wild ride philosophers fans this past week has been. It's a roller coaster. Yeah. What a year philosophers fans, you know. <laughs> what a life philosophers fans, you know? <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> uh, of course, we'll be talking all about that in a moment, but primarily, I mean, yeah, most of this episode, I'm just calling it, you know, the what they decide to call it, PlayStation Showcase Fallout. We're going to be talking about everything post-PlayStation Showcase. If you somehow missed it amongst your podcast feed last week with everyone doing similar episode titles, we did put out a Last of Us, sorry, PlayStation Showcase reaction thoughts podcasting of course on thursday night friday morning whatever time that got posted uh after the playstation showcase happened on thursday morning uh not too hot on it <laughs> is that the is that the still the consensus yeah. <laughs> very good not too hot on it is where we've landed and i would say that's where the majority of the the internet has landed as well. So yeah, go listen to that if you want all our thoughts on that one. But yeah. Yeah, I think it's I think people who maybe weren't following the news ahead of this enjoyed it more. Or aren't concerned about what PlayStation's future is, enjoyed it more. <laughs> you know? No, no, like like they they they're not super want to know what exactly all these studios are doing right now. You know? Why? So the, I think the layman person, you know, the average PlayStation player, you know, they thought it was a good showcase. Fools is what <laughs> I would call them. Absolute fools. Uh, all right, let's get stuck into some stuff here. So firstly, I believe all the stories I've got this week come from Push Square, which just is how the, that worked out. But there you go. Uh, firstly, from Push Square. Yeah. No, I... <laughs> Just how I saved them throughout the week, apparently. So, um, speculation, they write, claims Sony opted not to include some major PS5 games during the PlayStation Showcase. Sammy writes, as a fallout continues from Sony's disappointing PlayStation Showcase earlier this week, some rumor mongers ha- who had been hyping the event have come out to say, face Tom Henderson, who accurately leaked the existence of the platform holders remote play handheld project Q took to a live stream to tease. There's quote a few trailers and stuff I've seen that weren't at the event, which I was expecting to be there. So it's a big surprise. We only saw what we saw and quote, despite claiming to have seen the trailers, however, Henderson didn't say what they were. So what's going on? Well, some fans think that the upcoming summer game fest could have more exclusive content with hope. Just Keely's strong ties to Neil Druckmann and G.A. Kojima making the last of his factions, putting asterisks on that one and death stranding two possibilities. Personally, we can't fathom why Sony would forgo its own event in favor of an independent one, but we suppose we can't entirely rule it possibility until this curtain has closed on said show. Another idea swirling is that Japanese Giant could have a second PS showcase scheduled for later in the year, which I'll tie into this follow-on article. So then they wrote, Sony will have more PS5 presentations this year, sources say, writes Push Square. If you include the various state-of-play broadcasts, Sony has been hosting multiple live streams every year for quite some time. This week's PlayStation Showcase was, however, significant because it was more closely aligned with a traditional E3 press conference. At least that was the intention. Anyway... 
While there have been some absolutely terrific state of plays, they're generally shorter in nature, smaller in scale, although it does vary. Um, it doesn't come as a yeah, huge surprise then that Kotaku senior reporter Ethan Gage got uh, citing sources who have confirmed to him PlayStation has more digital showcases in the pl- pipeline. As we've alluded to above, this isn't exactly earth-shattering news. We always expected them to broadcast dedicated Marvel Spider-Man 2 in the upcoming months, etc., 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 blah, blah, blah. Um, where do you where do you fall on the idea that PlayStation's pulled uh, big announcements to potentially have them show up in Summer Game Fest? And then the idea that we might get another, like, and I'm saying these, you know, Spider-Man State of Play, sorry, yes, Spider-Man State of Play doesn't count. I'm talking like, you know, prop shaking. Yeah. Uh, I think it's completely plausible that, you know, they could be at save for Summer Games Fest. I don't know if they necessarily would have pulled them. I think it would have been like pre-planned, obviously, uh, well in advance. Like the two ty- two people they mentioned, like makes complete sense. Like Last of Us, they obviously had their big reveal of part one at Summer Games Fest last year. Um, you know, and they maybe they want to make things up to Jeff for, you know, leaking that themselves last year. Uh, and then, of course, there's a massive Pede Kojima, like, connection. So that would also make sense. Um, yeah, I guess, interesting question. Which one do you think gets more eyes on it? Summer Games Fest or the PlayStation Showcase? Summer Games Fest. Yeah. So then why wouldn't you want your big title at the thing that gets the most eyes on it? Um, I mean, just solely from a... It would be solely from a... You're wanting just to keep your shit to your own... Like, Nintendo would still rather do a Nintendo Showcase, even though Summer Games Fest would have more eyes. You know what I mean? They'll just do it anyway. Yeah, but Nintendo's doing their own thing, you know? Yeah. Um... And yeah, I do expect like another showcase later this year. You know, even if we're going to go crazy, maybe they're bringing back the PlayStation experience. Lol. Yeah, right. Yeah. Yeah. Nintendo is doing some live in person thing. Xbox has their big expo thing. Fan quest thing. They usually hold in Germany or the Brazil thing. Yeah. Yeah. What's that called usually? Fuck, I can't remember that. Anyway, it yeah. Matter. Um, yeah, maybe I'm gonna. I, I, I have no faith currently. <laughs> in, um, there being another PlayStation showcase this year, we went two years without one. We just got one. It was mediocre. Uh, I don't like the d- current direction a lot of <laughs> behind the scenes PlayStation stuffs doing. So. Uh, I'm going to say my, my faith on that one's pretty low. The idea that a Death Stranding trailer is going to show up at Summer Game Fest instead of PlayStation, of course that makes heaps of sense. When I put down my prediction for it, having a trailer at the um, PlayStation show, even when I said that last week, I said, you know, it was one of two trailers. Because right? of course mm. there's always going to be one at Summer Game Fest. So. Uh, and the last of those factions or multiplayer game or whatever it is, of course that's a... <laughs> Yeah, it's definitely going to be a Summer Games Fest, is what we're saying. <laughs> All right, so let's get into this one, because this has obviously been the, the biggest story post last week's showcase, where you know ev- everyone, including us, went into, went into that showcase last week going, okay, Spider-Man, Mob Spider-Man 2, and The Last of Us multiplayer game, shoe-ins. Yeah. Right? Guarantees. 
Garen absolutely needed to be there. <laughs> both going to be we, out this year. Yeah, both going to be out easily this year. We we just yeah. they just seem like such easy things. So um, we got Spider Man, of course. Looks great. Again, check out a bunch of episode. We <laughs> you can hear us discuss that. Last one didn't show up, and then I I didn't actually expect to hear anything. I was just like, all right, Summer Games first, I guess. Like that's the yeah. Yeah, predicted it. Yeah, yeah. Check out Arco Couch, number one prediction. (laughs) Chewing. Ash jumped jumped straight in that prediction. He was like, I'm going first. I'll just, you know, I'll take that one. I'll do that. Anyway, uh, what's happened is (laughs) Naughty Dog. 12 hours later. Yeah, 12 hours later. (laughs) Pretty much right as I've edited the episode, they're like, hey, here you go. Uh, So, Push Square writes, Sony significantly scales back development of The Last of Us multiplayer. For PS5. Uh, I'm just going to read from the original article here uh, first. So the original way this article went down, despite being officially announced almost four years ago, it looks like The Last of Us Factions, the standalone multiplayer from Naughty Dog, Naughty Dog still isn't close to release. Uh, this, so Naughty Dog posted this rather weird statement. Like it sort of just came out of nowhere, you know, I, I feel. Well, it didn't really. It came out of everyone wondering where the game was at the mm. time. So Naughty Dog on Twitter posted, The Last of Us fans, we know many of you have been looking forward to hearing more about our The Last of Us multiplayer game. We're incredibly proud of the job our studio has done thus far, but as development has continued, we've realized what is best for the game is to give it more time. Our team will continue to work on the project as well as all the games in development, including a brand new single player experience. We look forward to sharing more soon. We're grateful to our passionate community for your support. Thank you for your passion for our games. It continues to drive us. Very PR written statement, that one. Anyway, so after that all happened, uh, a Bloomberg article got posted. Uh, Jason Shire reporting on the thing. So uh, Push Square writes, the extremely reliable reporter Jason Shire cites four sources familiar with the release and claims Sony has slowed down development on title as the creators reassess its quality and long-term viability. Shire goes on to report that the project was scaled back during a recent evaluation, which we know also resulted in the closure of Pixel Opus and likely the cancellation of Deviation Games' first title. Quote, a small group remains on the project while the company re-evaluates the direction. While the game hasn't been cancelled, many of its developers have been moved on to other projects. End quote. In the aftermath of the Bloomberg report, Joe Bob Jeff Grubb weighed in on the topic saying, quote, all I've heard about this game is that it looks a lot like a studio's first live service game and that Naughty Dog wanted to do things its way, which maybe didn't bode well for factions, end quote. Last of Us Factions was expected to be one of Sony's flagship live service titles, a business model Japanese giant was obsessed with, which uh, with it purchased Bungie to help expedite its efforts. Tack on another story here. As noted in our previous article, Push Square writes, on the supposed state of the Last of Us multiplayer game, it's being reported that Destiny developer Bungie actually had a hand in the project's reassessment. This is according to Bloomberg article by Jason Schreier, which claims that Bungie raised questions over the live service's titled ability to retain player engagement. So, quote, Bungie raised questions about Last of Us Multiplayer's project's ability to keep players engaged for a long period of time, which led to the reassessment, end quote. You may be asking why Bungie's getting worked into worked up into all this business. Of course, <laughs> Sony acquired the former Halo Studio back in January 2022. Um, and although 
they go on the Raiders, other things. I'll say <laughs> Bungie's working from the on the inside out. <laughs> they're they're playing the inside ball. That's what they're fucking doing. Looks like shit. <laughs> not only not only does Sony buy them and they go, yes, you can still publish your games on every platform. They're now going. That looks like trash. Cancel it. <laughs> What is what? What's your thoughts on all these this this last sort of shit that's been happening the last couple of days? <laughs> um, yeah, it's very odd and like, um, obviously that it became news like would imply there's some sort of like internal strife or like you know bad blood. I think possibly between some of the naughty dev- dog devs and the Bungie team. You know, otherwise this there wouldn't have been a leak about this information. You know, mm. you would imagine they would have kept it very in-house. Um, it, I wouldn't say it's terribly surprising that there's issues with factions. Like, all it really needed to be was a new gen version of the multiplayer from Last of Us, which still has tons of people playing it. Uh, you know, what eight, twelve years after I don't know when the Last of Us came to PS4. Um, uh, back when milk was two dollars. Back you know when, what I'm yeah, like there's still players playing the game with like little to no, like, reason to, you know, other than it's an enjoyable experience and they like playing it. Um, and apparently that, you know, that's not enough according to Bunchy. <laughs> you know, <laughs> um, I can understand flying, maybe questioning it from a viability point of view, like uh, how. Which I think has been an issue with some of uh, PlayStation's live service titles, like um, or like multiplayer titles. Like, how do we keep this game running for extended amount of time financially? With Dreams, obviously, being the biggest example of like they put that team put in so much time and effort into this game, continually updating it and uh, keeping it alive, but the financial return possibly wasn't there. Um, but yeah, like I can possibly this game kind of grew to us out of scale, like to become something bigger than it needed to be, or was uh, well. I mean, the, the wording we don't know. The yet. wording for Jeff Grubb is saying that it looks like by calling it a studio's first live service game is to say it didn't like it's not good. Is the implication? You know, saying something as live service doesn't mean it's bad. No, but it's generally like saying it. Yeah, it's. I I think reading between the lines, let let's let's imagine the gameplay is good, but all of the modules around making it a live service game were a mess. Is how I've is how I'm taking all this reporting. I could also interpret it as. It was a live service game in that that's the best way to describe it. But obviously, Naughty Dog was doing it their own way in a way that is not the same as Budgie would do it. Mm. Not the classic. Here's a battle pass. Here's a here's a story, and then you know, his content. You know. Well, th- here's my here's my question for all this stuff. <laughs> so, live service game is mm. in my mind. Like, what do we describe as a live service game? Uh, a game that requires you to play it constantly. 
Yeah. So if I hear live service, I think daily quests, weekly quests, you know, like it's a, this is, this it's becomes part of Unfinishable game. Yeah. Becomes part of your life, which is fine. Like obviously. The- which some would argue Last of Swans probably already has. <laughs> <laughs> I guess. So that's what they wanted to add to it. But then are we are we in a scenario here where Sony's obsession and I don't think it's weird to call it obsession because I don't No, it definitely is an obsession. They've got a live service obsession is hurting what could have just been a straightforward base like a just a standard old All multiplayer the, game release. You know, yeah, like just a multiplayer. What this needed game. to be was Ghost of Shima Legends. Yeah, but people played it. Yeah, people played Legends. <laughs> yeah, but for a longer period of time. I'm sure there's still people jumping the Legends right now. Because I, I guess the thing... Tweet out Live Viva Liddell if you'll... <laughs> <laughs> I guess the thing is, so they want live they want live service games. They want people to be playing these games for years. And to have a successful live service game, you need people to yeah be logging in daily at least weekly to get their their the quests and stuff in you need seasons of battle passes or battle pass mm-hmm. equivalent things um and by by Bungie saying that I don't by Bungie saying that people won't be coming back to play it I don't think that speaks to the anything about the quality of the game itself cuz it's, it's just the it's just the content and what they had planned and the way they had it, had planned to do especially it especially when they talked about there's going to be this whole separate co-op storyline yeah. uh you have to play through or whatever yeah yeah it so just I, seems like it got big <laughs> a lot of ideas that maybe didn't mesh so i really want to know and i don't know if we'll ever know maybe this no. is a jason schreier book eventually his third one or whatever yeah but the naughty dog 40th anniversary 50th anniversary something like that. yeah maybe i really want to know was so last of us multiplayer game that sounds like a naughty dog idea live service that sounds like part of Sony's obsession pushed upon them for the project. Maybe. <laughs> I mean, if you had to lean one way or another, if I had to take a guess, the I mean, based is, on all is, the evidence of the th- all the new titles that we saw from PlayStation in that showcase, yeah. all being multiplayer live service games, first party mm-hmm. games, uh, yes, it would be that end, but. Um, I think it definitely came from a place of Naughty Dog wanting to make a multiplayer game that's bigger and better than what they did with Action. Yeah, but you can make a bigger and better multiplayer game without having it be live service. But you they, do they need that for financial long... elements that a live service game has, I think, to sustain itself. Yes and no. I'd, is Is there a difference between a live service game and a multiplayer game at this point? Yes. Is The Last of Us multiplayer currently a live service game? Even though people are playing it. Is it a live service game? No, it's yeah. not. Then there's no updates to it. There's no there's no daily or weekly content to, to, to really draw players in other than they like playing said game. Mm. That's just a multiplayer game. But then does the internet just call it a dead game? No it can't be a dead game if people are playing it. That's not how... <laughs> I mean, if people are playing it, it's not a dead game. So, 
I mean, I'm trying to think. But the problem is, of course, the majority of multiplayer games that come out now try to be live service games. And what happens to them? They die. <laughs> they but die. Then, most of the big multiplayer games now are live service games. Yeah. I guess, yeah. Everyone's trying to get a, a, a piece of the pie. I mean, what multiplayer, big multiplayer games would you say are not live service games right now? Uh, currently, like recent releases, I can't. I, I honestly can't think of any off the top of my head. It would be like couch co-op games, that sort of thing. Yeah, basically anything that's a shooter or has any sort of shooting engaged gameplay <laughs> is a live service game. I mean, is is. Like NBA, FIFA, all those things. Are they live yep, service? Yeah, live service, yeah. Yeah. yeah when they're sustained on card packs and gems. Yeah. And... Yeah. Yep. yeah. It's, it's, a tricky, <laughs> it's a tricky one. Hopefully they pull it out. Uh, we all know the one person who's actually happy about this news is uh, well-played Zach Jackson, who uh, who won't have to buy uh, Buddy McShake. A pack this year, probably. Even though well, I mean, I, I think that bet relied on one of their games getting released, and that just seems that I mean, neither are. So you know, now it's an even. You know, yeah. He's well, not no, hold on. I mean, this game existed at least for a time. The day before, as far as I'm concerned. Yeah, that's still a fake game, but you know, at least he's not down a milkshake. Fiction. Yeah. <laughs> So what do you what do you reckon is going to happen to this? What's the do you, do you reckon? Because to me, to to me, it does sound like it's on the the road to potential just cancellation. Uh, I have faith that Naughty Dog will turn around. You know, um, but you know, if they, you know, at yeah, at worst, they could just release a free basic. Upgrade. I don't. I don't. I don't think they ever will. I. Don't, I don't think after everyone's got such high standards and expectations for this that unless mm-hmm. unless it's going to be the the bee's knees, you know, there's no point releasing it. But if it, it's really fun, apparently, maybe. But the other problem is you just got Sony's million of her live service games. Like if this comes yeah. out and the Last of Us is the worst live service game of their bunch, it's not a good look. How about so they already said they all the reports are stating they've already re- removed the majority of the, a lot of the team majority of the team onto their other project and their other project is a single player game. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, to me, honestly, the best case scenario is exactly what Sony doesn't want. It's not what people want to hear either because it means the game doesn't come out for years. But just just make the Last of Us multiplayer. For the Last of Us Part Three, <laughs> like, <laughs> is that a crazy idea? Or like, forget the live service part. Just make a good well, game mode, and it's it's only a crazy idea if the the next game they're making is not <laughs> Last of Us Part Three. I don't. It's not. It's a new IP, so that means we don't get you don't get. So they're going to be working on this game for 10, 12 years. No, I reckon. I I reckon Last of Us Part Three comes out in like what two, three, four years. Naughty Dog's pretty fast sometimes. 
because I love the crunch. <laughs> <laughs> wow. <laughs> wow. I mean, <laughs> I, I, if I was to guess, I would say The Last of Us Part 3 comes out at the end of the PS5's life cycle. Oh, probably, because that's, you know, that's their MO. Yeah. And then they'll do a remastered version for the PS6. What if they release it with the updated remastered version of Part 2 that comes to PS, like, native PS5? Well, that works. Do it there. Last of Us Part 2, remastered, PS5, and new content, Last of Us Factions, multiplayer mode. Yeah, there we go. Solved it. Strip out all the live service stuff. Just put it out. You've got the dedicated fan base that as long as the gameplay is good, we'll play it. Um, and just go back to what we used to do, which is, you know, like every couple months, put our new map pack, five, five, ten bucks. I, like, it worked for years, people. <laughs> like, <laughs> people will pay for the map packs and shit. Yeah. I guarantee if they'd been releasing map packs for the last of us multiplayer for, for like the last 10 years, they could they could have just been putting out a new map every once a year and people for and charged like 30 bucks and people would have brought it. I will be I'm shocked. Sure about hard. You just make it a different city each time, right? Yeah. I mean the or problem was of course yeah. of course the, the in the the locations in they they tried to not go outside what's in the game. It doesn't matter. Like, you're not playing as yeah, Joel or Ellie. You just fucking go wild. Who gives a fuck? Yeah. You know where the story's going. So. <laughs> yeah. You know where you're not going to be. Yeah. So, I don't know if I'm going crazy, but just The Last of Us multiplayer mode in The Last of Us Part all, 2 listening. remastered. No. Yeah. PS5 edition. PS5 edition. You're both full of ideas. You know <laughs> Absolutely full of ideas. Pulling their masks currently. All right, let's talk about another thing that was announced at the PlayStation Showcase, which was Project Q. So, push where it's Project Q, the new portable remote play device for PS5, will allegedly have just three to four hours of battery life. That's according to an insider gaming report penned by Tom Henderson, uh, who was responsible for accurately leaking the existence of the device earlier this year. Uh, while three to four hours isn't an out of uh, an out-and-out out disaster, especially considering the device is mostly intended to be used at home on local Wi-Fi connection. It does seem a little on the slow, low side, even. Um, what What do you think? I mean, you and I don't give a fuck about this device as is. Yeah, we don't. Yeah, there's like a very select, small group of people who are excited about this. Um, and yeah, that battery life just is not a selling point. <laughs> <laughs> this it really comes down to price point. Is that this is the same price as a Dual Sense? You know, maybe it'll sell like a little bit more expensive than a Dual Sense. It'll be sell like hotcakes. You know, if it could also Double be used as a Dual Sense, yeah. Because really, all it looks like is they had like a bunch of like Xperia phones that they left over. <laughs> like, we need to use the, some of these screens for something. That's really. What I, it feels I, I think the only acceptable price to this thing in Australia that I'll that I would say okay maybe it finds an audience at is yeah so let's say two twenty nine Australian. Even then, it's like <laughs> even then it's a hard sell. But I'm trying to be realistic. Hmm. Yeah. It's it, yeah. It's it's definitely a hard sell. Um. 
unless their plan is to make it do more than just you know local Wi-Fi. Yeah, was it like in in some way? Yeah, comparison, right? So I'm getting my ASUS Rock Ally in a couple weeks. Um, excited for that. That thing, old reports, battery life isn't great, especially if you are playing sort of. Uh, you know, like any like really graphic intensive game. Mm-hmm. But in my mind, even if that is a downside, the fact that it could play control on high settings and it lasts for like an hour, I'll be like, yeah, but like you are playing this, like I'm not streaming, you know, this is local. The fact that this thing only has three to four hours and it's just, a sh- it's, and it has to stream. So like the, the downsides to the, to the upsides don't really, balance out you know what i mean yeah like what's the i don't i don't get it i i'm very i'm still i continue to be very confused about the decision making by nearly everything sony's doing currently (laughs) (laughs) i feel like i honestly feel like we've done like a couple years several years of good quality like positive I feel like this mostly I could get positive around majority of Sony's decisions. And I feel like I'm about to enter the dark ages on this podcast. I don't know. Yeah. It's just this Jim, Jim Ryan era, you know? Just, yeah. The, I feel like the Jim Ryan era is going to be my, it's really starting to, to, to grain my gears. This is the Joffrey of, <laughs> of this PlayStation world. Yeah. Yeah. So that's It's that couple seasons, you know? Yeah. That's that's what we're gonna live with. All right. Uh final story, PSA, if you want to call it. So Days of Play, of course, is going to be back. It's kicking off uh next week. So I'm reading from PlayStation blog. As always, they haven't announced all the Australian like exclu- like deals that like targets yeah. and whatever I'll have, but that that'll come. But anyway, Days of Play will begin on June second, uh and run until June twelfth, local time in each region. Our official Days of Play site Days of Play site will be updated for more information later this week. This was only posted this morning as of recording. The link still takes you to Days of Play twenty twenty two. So there you go. So be sure to check out the site for the latest details. Um, so here's the things you can sort of ex- expect. Save on PlayStation Plus membership. Start, renew, or extend your PlayStation Plus membership during Days of Play at a discount. Um, usually they have a, a, a 25% discount, which is a good way to restock up um, ahead of um, maybe restocking up again around you know, end of year sales or something like that. Mm-hmm. I currently believe I don't have to pay for another couple of years, but anytime there's a good saving, I just tack another year on. <laughs> like, if I if I die, I'm going to put something in my will to pass my my PlayStation Plus subscription on to someone. You know, what I mean? well, I Feels- also feel like this is a good point to remember that uh, the anniversary of your PlayStation <laughs> of the new PlayStation Plus services is coming up for people who bought a year subscription at launch. Uh, That's a good point. Yeah, yeah. So you know. Maybe uh, maybe knock yourself down from that premium. <laughs> down to the extra. I just saw, out of the corner of my eye, I just see IGN Australia, right, on, on my Twitter feed. It's the most positive swing on the, the Last of Us news. It says, with news that they're the Last of Us multiplayer game is reportedly having a bit of development trouble, Naughty Dog was short to answer a brand new single player title is on the way. <laughs> 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 that game's dead. 
multiplayer games dude. anyway deals directly from playstation for players in the us uk france germany belgium netherlands and luxembourg head over to direct.playstation.com you'll be able to get stuff that we can't get in australia it's awesome and then also talking about stuff we can't get store-wide promotions on select playstation gear days of play 23 is the code free shipping if you live in any place where you can get that shit so get your playstation jumpers and hoodies and t-shirts or whatever else and then of course a bunch of digital games and add-ons will be on sale on the playstation store offers vary by region so head over to playstation store when the days of play sales begin on june the 2nd uh where you'll be able to see what's up there uh, and of course stay tuned for what the targets and the eb games and jb hi-fis and what have you are doing as far as sales there's usually some decent stuff if not a lot of yeah. stuff that hardcore playstation fans probably have already ha- have the games but you know i would expect the god of wars and horizons and stuff like that to be at least on the cheaps so hmm. are you looking for do you need anything currently that you'd love a, a cheap you're good dual sense don't need another one or anything no maybe the charging unit you s- still don't have the, char- the the dock the dock yeah that'd be yeah. nice yeah Fair enough. all right that'll do it for this week's episode of platinum explosion let us know any comments, questions, concerns. I mean, honestly, I should take the concerns out because I feel like every week if, <laughs> I'm fucking pitching the concerns is what I am. Uh, you can find us on Twitter, explosionnetwork.com slash Twitter. Come talk to us on Discord, explosionnetwork.com slash Discord. And if you liked this episode and thought it was worth a dollar, head on over to our Kofi page, explosionnetwork.com slash support to buy us a coffee. And until next week, remember, every trophy counts. <laughs>